Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode number 18. And I'd like to welcome you to another wonderful week in the Lord. In Michigan here, it's hot. 75 degrees right now. With the mugginess, they're saying it's almost like 90. And let me tell you something, saints. I don't like it hot, but you think this is hot? Don't go to hell because it even be five times, probably thousands hotter than this. That means you should get your life right with Christ. Today on today's podcast, we're going to be sharing <clears throat> a Bible study on religious Christians. And then we're going to do our prayer requests uh, segment. Today we don't got a God teaches us in a different way segment because of right now I really haven't come up with anything that um, God wants to lead to use through that segment. So we might be taking a little break from it. But if I find something for tomorrow's broadcast, I will. Um, but the scripture today is pretty, pretty, pretty long. It's like 15 verses. And then we'll share what God put on there. Um, but we still do got prayer requests. A lot of prayer requests. Um, that we're going to take care of. Um, before we get into that, I'd like to welcome you to God's Internet Church on Sundays. Um, we're not doing it live right now. The services that I provide is going to be pre-taped. Um, so they will be put in God's Internet Church podcast, I mean, uh, group, not podcast, group. Uh, for you to find um, So I encourage you to listen at your own leisure or even on Sunday because we still want you to follow and being on Sunday and I like to thank the ones we started at this week and there's already been 30 people that You know watched it at their own leisure and their own time um, We encourage you to watch it on Sundays though, but for some reason you can't God's put in my heart to go back to basics and uh, on, the, on the church and you know we do have our you know worship time with the ones that are joining us does join us in house um, but you just don't hear them because they like to be quiet they don't like to uh, you know so make noise that's why you don't hear a lot of them um, or any of them for some reason they think because we're going live they can't uh, make noise but I'm trying to get them out of that but we will be pre-taping services until God tells us different when I started this online community that's all we did we did worship time like we do now with the with the group but then we went into worship preaching time and it was pre-taped and that's what we're getting back the basics too God sometimes wants to bring us back to basics and the ministry because of COVID and when for COVID first started we had a string of 
multiple live listeners because the churches some churches shut down um, and then these people were already watching me so they they turned to me for you know their um, service needs um, and then we equipped that because I really wasn't doing it as a service type thing I would just go over there if I did go live it was me preaching and then that was it and then it was sent to the groups and stuff like we do now and stuff well I felt that America needed to try to be with God online one way or another so we vamped it but now God's talking to me to go back to basics and I think that's what God is trying to bring us back to here in this world today going back to basics for God and because the last few sermons that I preached on is basically going back to basics for God but we're going to get started in our uh, podcast our Bible study now on the subject of religious religious Christian not religious religious Christians and I looked up that word what does religious less means it means a Christian well I don't know how you can call the Christian but that's what the definition is it means a Christian that that don't believe in the higher power you might be playing with Pastor Ron that sounds like a atheist you hit it on the mark so in a roundabout way we're going to be sharing about a religious Christian in fact and if you before I'm going to read the caption out of the book here about what you know that book we've been studying from started last week on J.B. Phillips for this day it's a devotional and it didn't give me the scripture but it gave you know a writing but I did find a scripture that we're going to use for this. It says, Phrases such as religion-less Christians are banded about as though we are outgrown God. But if we read the letters of the papers from the prison by the Christian monarch Dietrich Bonhoeffer to whom the phrase is a butte. It is obvious that he did not mean anything of the kind. He was protesting against religion divorce from life and what true Christianity would be. He was also a deeply religious man to the day he died. Yet the phrase stick. The modern humanist which is irritational prejudice and against anything supernatural welcomes the ideal of a sort of a Christianity without religion but of course true Christians is rooted in both God and man the New Testament gives no sort of endorsement to modern men's extraordinary illusions of being able to be dispensed with God now you might be saying Pastor Ron what did that that religious man mean a force against 
Christians against God. Well, what he meant is basically what we're going to share about here today. It, he wasn't talking about him divorcing himself from God. He was talking about talking about people divorcing themselves in this world against God. And you might be and you know if you look at today's society you will find out that people are doing that even today even during this coronavirus pandemic. But if you got your Bibles with you I want to take you to the scripture and tell us what Jesus says about this. Because apparently this has been around for ages that Jesus is doing it. Talking to us. So go to the book of John. The book of John. Chapter number 5. The book of John. Chapter number 5. And we're going to look at verses 30 through 47. Now I told you it was going to be a lot of reading. Verses 30 through 47. And then I'll share what the scripture says. And then I'll kind of bring home what this religious man was talking about. <coughs> okay? And it says, and there's red letters if you're following along in the Bible. My Bible says the red letters when Jesus is talking. He says, I can, uh, I can of my own self do nothing as I hear. I judge my judgment is, is just because I seek not my own will but the will of the Father which has sent me. If I bear witness to myself, my witness is not true. There is another that bears witness of me, and I know that the witness which is witness of me is true. And sent unto John, and he bared witness unto the truth. But I received not the testimony from man, but these things I say that ye might be saved. And he was a burn, was a burning and a shining light, and he there, willing, for a season to rejoice in his light. But I have greater witness than that of John, for the works of which the Father has given me, to finish, the same works that I do bear witness of me, that the Father has sent me, and the Father himself, which have sent me has brought witness of me. Ye have neither heard his voice at any time, nor see you seen his shape. And ye have not his words abiding in you. For whom has sent him, ye believe not. Search the scripture for in them. Ye think ye have eternal life. And they are they which te testify me. And ye will not come to unto me, that ye might have life. I received not honor from man. But I know you that have not the love of God in you. I am come in my Father's name. And ye receive me not. If another shall come in his own name, shall you receive him. Now, how can, it be, how can ye believe which receives honor one of another and seek not the honor that cometh from God only 
do not think that I will accuse you to the Father. There is only that accused you, even Moses, in which ye trust. For have ye believed Moses? He would have believed me, for he wrote of me. But if ye believe not his writings, how shall you believe my words? And this is coming from our Lord Jesus Christ, talking to the multitudes. And and a few scriptures later, he said the multitudes of five five thousand with with bread and fish, not a lot. That was there, a few loaves of bread and one fish or a few fish. So what is Jesus telling us? They're telling the people here. He's basically telling this I haven't come from my own glory because my, his own glory you get nothing out of it he came unto God from God to try to fix the world to make a way for the world to come back to God because of what Adam and Eve did but he's telling these people My words are going to fall on deaf ears to you if you don't believe me because you don't believe the one who sent me. All right? And he even went farther in saying that you don't believe Moses is writing. How are you going to believe me? You might be saying, well, Pastor Ron, why did Jesus even come to these people if he felt they wasn't going to accept him because there were people in the crowd that believed what Moses was teaching that believed that Jesus was coming because we heard Jesus said himself Moses wrote about me coming alright now Jesus wanted to give everybody the opportunity to come and know him. Even though he knew there were some going to be some people and he admitted it because dark Jesus is unknowing. That they was not going to believe what our Lord Jesus Christ was going to say. But he gave them the chance to decide to choose. All right. Let me tell you something, saints. There's people in our lives that live a religious Christianity life. And some of these religious less Christians, as they, they're being so-called in this thing, are people who search the scripture, they read the Bible, but they don't believe in God or Jesus himself. They believe that they're going to make it to heaven without Jesus dying for their sins. They don't have time for a higher power. They believe the Big Bang Theory. They believe this world just came in bond with a Big Bang Theory. And I don't know about you, but I got something to do with the Big Bang Theory. How we know that that Big Bang that the scientists seems to think went off years ago when they wasn't even around 
wasn't G God speaking through Jesus Christ, which is the word of God, which we learn from the Old Testament in Matthew chapter 1, speaking this world into, into existence. How do we not know that? Okay? So how can scientists who wasn't around when this world began can even fathom that this world this world was began the way the Bible says it was begun all we got that the Bible tells us that the, God spoke this world into existence and there's a lot of places in the Bible that says when God talks the Mount Sinai it's like a big bang or a big rumble. Alright? But you know, I'm not trying to support their theory. Because I believe this world came into existence by God speaking it into existence through our Lord Jesus Christ, His Son, who lived in heaven before He came a baby and became Jesus on this earth. Alright? I don't know how you can't sit out your window and look at a beautiful landscape and realize and say, oh, evolution did this. A big bang did this. Well, I was listening to a show, a Christian show a few years ago. It's called the Bob Duco Show on WMUZ The Light here in Detroit. Um, and he was talking about well, if, if evolution was still going, where are the signs of these things crawling out of the water and being made into what we are human today? Why is there procreation when babies are born? Where are the, 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 the life forms that the scientists said that exist and evolved? from a little single cell all over water and grow into humans like we are today. We wouldn't need we wouldn't need procreation for that because it would just keep happening. And I don't know about you, I don't see different type of men or women from prehistoric man to now. And they would be. I don't see them becoming animals and changing from animals to human because it's not a true representative okay but people base their beliefs on what was told to them they don't believe that there's a higher power but God does tell us about procreation he told us in Genesis, you two come together. You guys will have babies. And flourish the earth. That's what happened. This earth would flourish. Not because of single organism cells that was so supposedly billions of years ago. Big bang. And it caused these us to be here. If that was the case, where is the evidence today? Only evidence we have is what supports the Bible of procreation. Hallelujah. 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 
God is good. So we got to stop this religious less Christianity. We got to believe that Jesus is the way and the only way. Alright? The Bible already proved that. The world has already proved that. Because we don't got specimens coming from the river or the ocean, single organism, crawling, and as they evolve into humans. We don't see different type of humans on that, do we? We see babies being born and growing up to be humans. Not And then we could add that. Why don't we have prehistoric different phases of people in their mutating and changing alright everything is staying the same so I talked to the atheists I talked to the religious religious you need to get on board to God you need to listen God knew that that theory of Darwin was coming which later Darwin refuted he became a Christian and he didn't believe it anymore alright but you know it's still taught today but God knew that and he sent his son down to give us the scripture between verses 30 and 47 to tell us you got to believe me because if you don't you're not going to make it into heaven bottom line he says if you don't believe Moses how can you believe me in other words he was saying some of you are not going to get it but you need to and we need to we need to because let me tell you something, saints. This world is wrong in some of its religious views. There is a higher power, which is God that lives in heaven. And his son died for you and my sins to bring us back to God to help fix what Adam and Eve both did to bring us back to God and that's the simple truth the Bible support that the way we live supports that the Bible supports babies being born and creating this earth the Bible doesn't support a one-cell organisms. It doesn't even mention that until... doesn't even mention it. Why? Because I don't see one-cell organisms today. Because if it was back then, it would be doing it now. And then we would see us humans evolving into something else, which we're not. So I'm telling you here today Jesus is telling you here 
verses 30 to 47 of John chapter 5 which I believe is the best thing that he can do for us is this I'm real I came just like Moses said and the only way you're going to make it to heaven basically is by accepting me I come to do the will of the Father not my own will and that's what we got to start doing is the will of the Father thank you Jesus hallelujah hallelujah oh hallelujah oh hallelujah I think I think we're done um, oh hallelujah hallelujah with that message I think God clearly stated what needed to be said there hallelujah oh hallelujah God is good and he's good all the time oh hallelujah hallelujah okay I'm being told that we're running five minutes behind because of this segment Bible teaching segment but that's okay that's okay we have a segment there hallelujah we're going to uh, go to our prayer request segment and I've read these things over and over and over you've probably written them down and there hasn't been no um, things have changed on some of these the ones I told you have been so we're going to pray for these names now and as I pray it kind of explain why I'm praying again maybe you're a new listener and you can write them down Dabney Father I lift up my mom and dad to you right now in the name of Jesus Lord Lord my dad Lord has an aneurysm on his aorta and Lord I just ask you to go down Lord and touch that aorta make it stronger touch that aneurysm and heal him Lord and Lord, let that aneurysm not grow anymore or let it dissipate and go away. And be with this heart thing and things going on with my mom that they're trying to clear up with medicine, Lord. Work it all out. I ask you be with my cousin Margaret, Lord. I ask you she's part of this group. I ask you to touch and help her through this loss of her mom. Lord, she lost her about the same time a few months ago, just like I lost my mother-in-law, me and my wife. In fact, she died the same day as we were burying my mother-in-law. I just ask you to help Margaret um, with this grieving, Lord, and help her with her dad's grieving that she's still grieving from a few years ago. And Lord, I ask you to be with our friend Lloyd on the street that we live. I ask you, Lord, to touch and continue to touch him. He has cancer, Lord. We just ask you to heal him from that cancer, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, that we hear reports that he's doing better and Lord I ask you to be with my friend Sean who is like a brother to me he's a brother from another mother I ask you to be with their unspoken and I ask you to be with his wife we all know that he had coronavirus too Lord but he's 
been healed Lord we, but his wife is still struggling with it but Lord we thank you that we do have some hope Lord she's been on medicine now the doctor got us some medicine and she's starting to do better in fact yesterday when I was on the line posting my my sermons Lord I seen her on Facebook which I haven't seen in a few weeks and Lord I ask you be of my brother-in-law Paul as he's working with the estate let him do everything the way he you want to be fair and Lord I ask you to be with us as we're working with the estate with him too and let all of us be fair And Lord, we just ask you to be with my friend Paul in Georgia and his kid as they're going to kindergarten. She is, Lord. We just ask you to protect her there as she's there from illness and from bullies and from everything that might be going on. I ask you to touch my friend's back, Paul's back, and touch and heal him, Lord. And Lord, I ask you to be with my friend Sean's mom and dad. His dad had coronavirus, Lord, but not as bad as they got it. Lord, I just ask you to continue to touch and heal him. I haven't heard on how things are going with him yet. And be with. And we've been praying a protection for his mother not having coronavirus, Lord. We just ask you to continue that. And I ask you be with my cousin Fred and his wife Teresa as they're recovering from coronavirus. <coughs> and Lord, I ask you to be with an unspoken request, something that God's birthing in my life. And I haven't felt led to tell you guys yet, but I think it's coming. I just ask you to help us with that and Lord, help guide and birth that as it's birthing. And Lord, we just ask you all this in Jesus' name. Amen. And on that note, I'd like to say thank you for listening. I'm Pastor Ron Weaver. I hope that you have a good day in the Lord. See you tomorrow around the same time. And if this show has been a blessing to you, share it with other people listening. That way other people will come to know Christ or other Christians that need help through their struggling can hear this preaching of the word and hear how God wants to help on that note I'd like to say God bless you be kind to one another love one another and help one another on that note God bless you I'm Pastor Ron your host saying see you next time on God's Internet Church Podcast episode number 19 and God bless you